Where does Michigan stand with every remaining major recruiting target? We get into it on this episode of Locked On Wolverines. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Back and doing it for the second time today. Locked on Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. We're doing two. We did two on Monday. We're doing two today. That's how we're just rolling this week. Uh, if you didn't check in to the episode that came out earlier today, or earlier, just before this one, uh, we were at the NIL shoot on Wednesday. Tuesday ended up being a prep day for me. I ended up spending all day just kind of getting stuff together go to do this photo shoot with uh, the lovely Sarah and uh, multiple Michigan football players uh, and uh, Valiant and Scott Schosel from uh, Wolverine. And uh, we, I, it took me, I'm still not fully recovered from being out in the air all day. Just very sleepy, very sleepy on my station. Anyway, uh, with that in mind, today we finally got back to it. And we are doing the, uh, I went through and looked at every major target in 2024. I wrote about it on Wolverine's Wire. I thought it was a good idea. Let's just break it out and go now. Now, uh, we'll just get into where they stand and what my prediction is as far as where they will end up. So it's kind of a best guest list based off of the remainder of the guys who are out there. So we start with a guy who's supposed to be deciding at some point in time today. Uh, hasn't done it yet, and that's four-star offensive tackle Michael Luini from Copperas Cove, Texas. Uh, he moved down a little bit in the rankings, if it makes you feel any better, because he was like 120-something, now he's like 140-something. So he moved down a little bit. He was considered, it sounded like he silently had committed to Michigan. Everyone had their crystal balls in on Michigan, and then he went and visited Georgia, and it's, suddenly started hearing, oh, it's a Georgia-Alabama battle. After seeming to like a lock to the to Ann Arbor, and now suddenly it's just it all falls apart, and he start now he's a hundred percent got a Georgia prediction across the board, every network. Therefore, the dream is dead. Whenever he commits, which will probably be by the time that this is airing, he will be likely a Georgia Bulldog, barring some kind of mass uh, mass hallucination type effect that maybe he could have conjured. I don't know. So, unfortunately, it sounds like he will not end up in the class. There are three people deciding on Saturday. So, this is, we're just knocking all the guys out now. So, if you watch this on Sunday, you already know what, what's going on here. And you'll, you'll know whether I was right or whether I was wrong. Obviously, I'm consulting. They, it, it, we're, we're getting, on some of them, we're getting some inside info. We're also leaning heavily on other people's info and all of that stuff with all of this because we're back into recruiting we're not we're not uh, the shut everything else out and get you know put only out there what i'm hearing well that's not what we're doing in, at this juncture um but i still have my own gut feelings on some things and some of these guys aren't necessarily ones that are being predicted to michigan i'm just reading tea leaves just fyi um so the next one is another guy who seemed like you know he got all the crystal balls in I don't think I pre-wrote an article like I did for Michael Luini. That's how, that's how confident the Michael Luini situation was. But I know that I sat down with a thought that I was going to pre-write this and just never did. And that is a Pennsylvania-based three-star defensive tackle, David Palepale. 
the Polynesian was considered to be considering between Michigan and Penn State because he didn't want to go out west. He didn't want to. He didn't want to be far away from home. But went from getting a bunch of Michigan crystal balls to a couple of Penn State ones, I believe, and then now he's 100% USC, and that's where I think he is going to choose on Saturday. Jordan Johnson Rubel, the safety from IMG Academy. Uh, he's a guy that everything kind of, had been kind of close to the vest with him, but he was thought to be between Michigan and Ohio State. He visits Michigan, and suddenly the Ohio State people are freaking out. Visits Ohio State, nothing really seemed to come from that visit, but he was considered, I believe, something of an Ohio State lean. And then it was started to be like, well, maybe it's just a Michigan-Ohio State battle. Now it doesn't look like it. Because suddenly Texas seems to have taken control, has 100% of the crystal ball. I do believe he will end up at Texas. Don't think there's a head fake there. Um, that is, I believe he is from Texas, or I'm not sure exactly where he's from originally. He has some kind of affinity for Texas, though. So that's what that is. Tampa, Florida has a cornerback named Jameer Grimsley. He is a four star cornerback. He took an official visit to Michigan on June 23rd. Generally, you feel pretty good about those guys who come in the last official visit weekend, right? That's why it's, it was like it felt like the death knell for Bryce West. Some wondered if it was going to be the death knell for Aaron Scott. Getting that last visit means something. No one seems to have an idea about what Jameer Grimsley is going to do. He has no crystal ball predictions. It's thought to be a Michigan-Florida-Alabama battle. Conventional wisdom by many say he will choose Alabama. I just have a weird feeling. I was talking to my now former writer. I'm going to teardrop here with that. I mean that sincerely. Trent Noop, who uh, announced today he is leaving, uh, leaving us for Wolverine Digest. Uh, I was talking to him about it, and I'm like, I, I just we, we both have that feeling. Like, Michigan... Michigan's probably it. Just our feeling. Reading the tea leaves. Not a lot of tea leaves to read. It, it's probably one, one or the other because you got the, on Sunday, you've got Terrion Nichols, the Cincinnati, Ohio prospect. An Ohio guy with an Ohio State offer. Doesn't really seem like he's really looking at Ohio State, though. Cincinnati's a different deal. It seemed like it was a Michigan-Kentucky battle. It sounds like Kentucky's going to win out, but it couldn't. We, they've got 100% of the crystal ball, but would it surprise if Michigan got it? So here's, here's kind of part of my thinking, too. I could see Terion Nichols going to Kentucky in part because it just feels like that's Michigan's going to get Jameer Grimsley. I'm probably wrong on Jameer Grimsley, but that is, I, I will tell you this, I will pre-write something for tomorrow on Jameer Grimsley. The level of confidence. I don't waste time, but I don't think Terion Nichols is going to end up in Ann Arbor. That's just my feeling. It sounded like they had a great, great visit. I just don't think it's going to happen personally. All right, last one for this segment of the imminent decisions, because on Monday, July 3rd, very special day if you're an Ocean's 13 fan, soft open day. Uh, you got Elias Rudolph, the, uh, I believe he's originally from what Cincinnati, but he he's currently at Deerfield 
uh, Beach. That's Denard Robinson's high school in Florida. We've talked about him on this show. Uh, he was thought to be an Ohio State lean until he visited Michigan, and then suddenly Ohio State's out. Pitt's still in it. Think Miami. It's it's going to be Michigan, barring something crazy. He's got a hundred percent crystal ball to Michigan. That it's Michigan. So uh, that is the good news. Michigan needs those edge rushers. So that's that. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to get some more of the guys that are on this list. If we run through them a little too fast, then we'll uh, we'll vamp. But hopefully we don't, because I just realized how fast I went through like half the list. Not really half the list. But still. All right. Uh, Before we do, baseball season is in full swing. There's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to join today. Uh, Great thing about the FanDuel app is it's super easy to use, very simple to make your picks. You get your money instantly that's the most important thing so don't miss your chance to snag a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join FanDuel today just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up FanDuel official partner of Major League Baseball Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission all right I tried to cover every single guy who's on the radar right now in this list um when i say radar i'm talking likely right these are the guys that are being talked about uh i do want to make two disclaimers number one expect there to be the unexpected right every year there's someone that you might have heard about it kind of seems like they're going another way that ends up in the class once it's all said and done whether it's a flip, whether it's something, you know, there's always somebody. Jair Hill, uh, the safe, Brandon, whatever his name is, Brandon Hillman, the safety that was uh, signed to Notre Dame. Heck, Zeke Barry, that's a name I hadn't even really heard. Cam Calhoun. None of those guys. Jason Hewlett, all, all of those. Now, granted, I wasn't really in the recruiting sphere as much as possible uh, at this time last year. We took like two years out. Basically, since the pandemic, we just we just stopped with the recruiting of it all. This year, we're back in it. But still, those were not guys that everyone until maybe like a day before, a couple days before, maybe a week before. These weren't necessarily all guys that were like you were sitting waiting on for time and measure it. So um, there's that. I did remove one guy who has been long talked about, Taylor Tatum, because he's just out. Michigan got its two running backs. Uh, he's getting crystal ball to either USC or Oklahoma. Sounds more like Oklahoma's making the run for him. Michigan's out. Some other guys like Dylan Stewart, Michigan's out. So um, let's uh, let's continue with the scheduled guys. Get through the rest of the schedule, and then we'll get to the unscheduled. Charlotte, North Carolina, Providence Day four-star wide receiver Jordan Ship. That high school sounds familiar if you're a recruiting casual. Maybe you don't know that two of the commitments that Michigan already has are both from that high school. Jaden Davis, your now four-star quarterback, as well as Shannon Goodwin, your four-star wide receiver. Michigan's looking for the trifecta. It's looking to get the Devin Bush, the Devin Gill, the Josh Metellus action. Three guys, one high school. 
Now, the big question was going to be, because he's considering North Carolina, NC State, how was he going to... How, he, he had an early official visit to Michigan, I believe the second or maybe it was the ninth. He still had to go and see uh, North Carolina, which is really pushing very hard for him. But that said, 100% crystal ball to Michigan. I still think he ends up, regardless of what North Carolina pitched, I think it's just going to be too hard for him to not want to play, to be a part of this, you know, offense when you've got your high school quarterback and your other receiver, you have that familiarity. You already like Michigan. It just makes all the sense in the world, right? It's like one of those things Steve Wiltfong told me back before I officially got hired at 24-7 Sports. I, was, I, I went out and did the, uh, uh, the Army All-American Bowl that whole week. I had already shot a, a season for, and wrote a bit, but I wasn't like officially on staff. I was just like an intern. Well, first thing 24-7 Sports paid me for. They brought me out to that. Uh, so I'm around. That's how I got to know, like, Shea Patterson. Uh, I was already, you know, already knew some of those guys that had kind of been around as recruits, Lavert Hill, and uh, because, I, you know, with a guy like Lavert, I was went to his games. I interviewed him at games and stuff like that. David Long, Brandon Peters, just all kinds of guys. Uh, and then, you know, guys from other teams and such like that. That's how, you know, I had a bit of a rapport with Ohio State safety, Jordan Fuller, and, you know, uh, Isaac Nada, for who Michigan was really trying to get, but uh, committed to Georgia. Um, uh, Jacob Beeson, all of those guys. Now, at that time, Lavert Hill was undecided. He decided he he committed on signing day. Made it, it made it very clear he did not know where he was going. Right? I don't even remember what other schools he was considering at that time. And it was very evident he didn't know. And we were walking back. It was after either the, the combine day or the game itself. I don't remember which one. And uh, Steve Wiltfong said like, well, he's going to Michigan. I put my crystal ball in for Michigan. I'm like, well, how, how do you know that? I'm like, he might not know it. He said, but he's going to Michigan. He might not know it, but that's what's going to happen. That's when I say reading the tea leaves. Sometimes you can do that type of thing. We'll get to another one of those guys here in a moment, but uh, Jordan ship is one of those guys in my opinion. All right, now, if you don't watch or listen to the, uh, the other episode released today, uh, I gave a note on this next guy, Aaron Scott, the four-star cornerback from Springfield, Ohio, wanted in the worst way by Ohio State, thought to be between Ohio State, Oregon, and Michigan. Uh, Oregon is not out, but it feels like they are, even though they're the childhood favorite. Michigan appears to be what he wants from a schematic standpoint, but Ohio State's still home. Dad is a giant Buckeye fan. Uh, Ohio State is, um, or he's sorry, he's choosing on his dad's birthday. That doesn't feel like it bodes well. The note that I gave you in in the episode, other episode, is uh, the word from a Michigan player who was around on his official visit was that Scott will be a Wolverine. That said, don't take that as gospel. Because he did have another visit the week after to Ohio State. Things can change. It could be the inverse situation. He might just be a Buckeye. He's got a 100% crystal ball to Ohio State, including, I believe, the aforementioned Steve Wolfong. He might just end up being a Buckeye. He might just not know it. Might be a situation where he goes to bed, a Buckeye wakes up a Wolverine, or vice versa. These are positive things. Now, 
if I had a crystal ball, I'd probably abstain. And I used to have a crystal ball. You don't always make those choices. I, I think I had like a 95% hit rate. I missed because I put a late one in on a guy. Who was it? Mackay Becton. A Michigan coach had told me, yeah, Mackay Becton's coming. And then I didn't change it. And he ended up going to Louisville. I think that's the only one I missed on. I might have missed on another one, but that I think that's the only one I missed on. So I would still, regardless of the date, have some cautious optimism. I know there's a lot of people out there and be like, he gone. I saw the commitment day. He gone. It doesn't look good. Doesn't mean that it's not good. We'll find out. All right. The rest of the guys don't have dates. Let's do, let's do one more. And then we're going to get to some of the five stars that are in the class in segment three. So let's get to a four star Zaquan Patterson. Uh, by the way, I did put, I didn't even get to the Aaron Scott part. My prediction was Michigan, by the way. 100% crystal ball to Ohio State. Because of the intel I got, I am saying Michigan. Could 100% be wrong. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that impulse. He's, he's going to become full heel and choose Michigan. I, again, I could be wrong. So if, if you're an Ohio State person watching this, you're getting all angry and you're waiting you're going to try to snip a clip of this to come at me if he picks Ohio State. I've said a bunch of times here, I could be wrong. It's not a high confidence level. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Uh, Zaquan Patterson, Hollywood, Florida, Shamanad Madonna Prep. It's a safety from there. He, uh, he is a teammate a year older than, than the current 2025 commit, Chris Ewald. He, uh, he visited already. There was some intel out there. I believe it was actually from Mason and Bruce, so good for them, uh, especially because it's not a pay site, that he is going to not only come for the barbecue, but he's going to come for a game. So he's going to uh, be back a few times. No one seems to know exactly what he's going to do. Auburn, Ohio State, Miami, and Florida State are all involved. All seem, all, those seem to be his five. I'm, I just... I feel like coming off of this visit and the excitement, the willingness to come back a couple more times, getting later in the hour compared to where a lot of other guys are. I just feel like it's going to be Michigan having a teammate already committed, having him, Chris Ewald, who's the first commit in 2025 already in his ear. Um, not to mention Mantras Walker is also in his you know ear and all of these guys. They're, they're all, I just feel like, I just feel like Michigan, he'll build that bond. That is something that's important. When you mix bond and scheme, it really tends to work out. All right, we've got a few more here. We got the five-star guys. Uh, let's see, I got three, four, five, six, six guys to go. So we will get to them here momentarily. All right, so there has been a lot of hype about this next guy suddenly. He's not getting written about nationally this way, but regionally he is, and it's starting to bode better and better. It seemed like a pipe dream, but Chicago, St. Ignatius, five-star defensive tackle, Justin Scott. First, it seemed like he was going to Notre Dame, and then it's like, oh, it's not going to be Notre Dame. It's going to be Miami. Miami still has... Both of them, I mean, they're splitting the crystal ball 50-50 at the moment. Uh, I'll say this. I asked Malik Zaire about his cryptic tweet about Elston getting back. He didn't respond to me about that. He responded to me about the other thing that I asked him about. 
So I don't, but I felt like that was also part of it. That when, when they don't answer, sometimes that sometimes not answering is a response. But the rumor is that after his official visit to, to Michigan, Michigan surged into the number one spot that he doesn't want to go far from home. It's going to be between Michigan and Notre Dame and Michigan has the edge. That said, it's going to be a while before he decides almost certainly. So when I say my prediction is Michigan, that can change in a hurry. It can change in an absolute hurry. We'll see. Michigan did about as good of a job as it could on the official visit. Was probably running like fifth and now is probably in the number one position for Justin Scott. Uh, Unfortunately, I wish I could say the same for uh, St. Louis, Missouri. uh, Five-star wide receiver Ryan Wingo. Uh, Michigan hosted him on a visit and, uh, official visit. He, he came in, I believe with Justin Scott that same weekend and, uh, they posed together and all of that. It just doesn't seem like it's going very well. Uh, Georgia started getting a bunch of crystal balls. Then those all switched to Texas. Crystal ball says hundred percent Texas. I think he's still going to take his time. Missouri is certainly in play. Uh, which is where he's from. They're they're selling him as you can be a Missouri legend. He's the hometown school. I'm gonna just buck you know buck the crystal ball together and go with my gut and say that he ends up at Georgia. I, I think he just is looking at Dylan Raiola, uh, Ryan Puglisi, and all the the offensive linemen that they're starting to bring in. And I just think that he's gonna look at that and just be like, I, how do I not do this? The offense is gonna be crazy there. I know Texas is building pretty well, too. I just think it's going to end up being Georgia. Gatlin Bear visited last week. Uh, he is the fastest man in the country, running like a 4.15, 40-yard dash, something insane like that. Or is it in, it's, I know he runs a 10, 15, 100-meter dash. By comparison, remember how fast we were talking about uh, Xavier Worthy being? He ran a 10.55. I, I don't... That 10-1-5 is insane. Insane. Uh, I got to spend a lot of time with Colston Loveland, uh, who's a fellow Idaho native At uh, during his official visit. Really seemed to be building a bond. When you consider some of the other schools he's considering, I mean, Oregon's in there, TCU, Nebraska. Despite having offers from Alabama and, I believe, Georgia, it uh, doesn't seem like he's considering those, got those schools at all. Michigan's long been in it. I think it's going to be Michigan. That said, you're going to have to wait two years. He's got no crystal ball predictions on, on 24-7 sports. He has one on, on three. He has one on rivals. But uh, I think it's going to be Michigan. But you're going to have to wait two years until he gets back from his mission trip. Now, the next is a guy that I would have thought would have been in the class. He seemed like a shoe, and he seemed obvious. And then it's just one of those um, Laquan Treadwell situations where it's just like the longer it goes on, it just doesn't seem like it's working out. Michigan still controls the the crystal ball at 85%. And that's edge rusher Brian Robinson out of Youngstown, Ohio. I think he's going to Kentucky. It seems more and more like that's probably where he's going. Things have quieted down for him. So unless Michigan just suddenly like steps things up in a big way, decides like you're the top priority and makes a big push. I, I don't think that Michigan's necessarily fully lost interest, but it doesn't sound like Michigan's as interested. It doesn't sound like he's as interested either. I think it's going to be uh, Kentucky. Disappointing. He's a guy that's been around for a couple of years now as a recruit. Uh, 
Michigan is working hard still on getting its sixth offensive lineman. If it's not Uweenie, they hope that it's Bennett Warren. Bennett Warren seems to love every school he goes and visits. Uh, he did visit Michigan for the spring game. He came back for another visit. Uh, seems like he's Michigan's to lose in a lot of ways. Michigan has a 50% of the crystal ball along with Texas A&M. Uh, however, reading the tea leaves, Tennessee's done really well in their visit. Now, I, I put Tennessee as my pick. I would say 51, 55% to 45%, probably something like that. I think Michigan's still in it. I just think Tennessee has done a better job late. That said, again, things can fall apart at any point. Michigan will continue to recruit some guys. Michigan will continue to recruit Pooh Carter. I don't know about Aaron Giles, for instance. Bennett Warren might be one. Loves every school he sees. That would have been one of the best things to get him late. All right, finishing us out. I'll do a bonus one after this. But finishing us out on the 2024 guys is Jacob Smith. Edge rusher from Cheshire Academy. That name sounds familiar. It's because his twin brother, Jared Smith, he's a defensive tackle. He's already committed. Same high school as Tariq Black. There's a bunch of different guys that have uh, that from Cheshire Academy that have offers. There are a bunch of national products. I, I want to double check one thing while, while I'm on it because I just realize, I just want to make sure before I say something that I'm not wrong here. Okay. I was going to say they, there's Elijah Newby, also from that class, a, a high-end linebacker. He also has a Michigan offer. He ended up committing to USC. Um, I thought that was right. Uh, so Michigan's not going to do this, be able to do the trifecta the same way that they're trying to do with Providence Day. Uh, but uh, certainly, I mean, how can it not be Michigan? Obviously, that's my prediction. His twin brother is already committed to Michigan. Uh, Alabama's in play, of course, but Nebraska was the seemingly the other one. I can't see him being like, I'm going to go to Nebraska, play for what seems to be like a worse situation rather than come and play in a better situation with his brother. And we have an excited puppy in the background. I'm sure you can hear her barking. So we'll finish out with my last prediction. Five-star quarterback Bryce Underwood. Glad that's the last one. The site just completely messed up on me. Bryce Underwood, Belleville, Michigan, five-star, number one player in the country regardless of position. Uh, he's making the rounds. Every school wants him. It makes sense. He's big. He's tall. He's fast. He's a dual threat. He's got everything you want. Uh, people were freaking out over some cold-looking picks from uh, his LSU official visits. A uh, couple was it last week? Um He's making making the rounds, right? I mean, that was an official visit; it's just a visit. Uh, he's he's gone to Alabama. Certainly, Georgia's going to be involved. Ohio State's involved. Uh, some of the quotes I've heard with Michigan of like, "Well, the only reason I'm considering Michigan is Kirk Campbell." Michigan obviously repairing things at Belleville. Been on campus multiple times. All of this said, if I were to put in a crystal ball right now. If I had to choose right now where he's going to go, Bryce Underwood, I would pick Michigan. Hometown school, 10 miles down the road. Some people say like 25, maybe 10 miles. Belleville is 10 miles. Maybe that's not where he grew up, but that's where his high school is. That's, what, that's the proximity we work with. I know. I lived in Belleville and commuted to, to the University of Michigan for uh, my second freshman and sophomore years before I moved to Ann Arbor again. 
I just think Michigan will be able to, to do the slow push and be able to get him, barring something crazy. All right, our video has stopped. We have reached the time limit. So that's going to do it for us today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Check out the other episode that's out there. We'll talk to you again soon. Peace.